always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration. Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that God will restore and give you more. Some of our young neighbors used to call our home the candy house. That's because my siblings and I were constantly surrounded by sweet treats on our front porch, though they weren't for our own consumption and enjoyment. As much as all of us would have liked to have gobbled up those sugar-filled goodies, they had a very special purpose. The boxes of candy were designated exclusively for church fundraising efforts. Sometimes we'd even go door-to-door asking, would you like to buy some candy to help the church? I sold candy, donuts, and all kinds of things to assist in keeping the doors of our small ministry open. Years ago, we'd also sell chicken and fish dinners from home. As a young girl and teenager, I would help get the styrofoam plates together and get them all prepared based on the orders coming in. If I close my eyes right now, I'm transported right back to mom's kitchen. I can hear the sizzle of that fried chicken in that old deep fryer. The sweet scent of candied yams is vivid. All these years later, my mouth would just go to watering looking at all that good food. Can I taste it? I'd often ask, salivating over the macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and cake. No, you can't eat any of that. It's for my dinners, Mom would say as she rushed around the kitchen, working hard to get the orders out on time. She'd get the most intense look on her face as she counted the plates and double-checked their contents before sending them off. Dad would deliver the dinners in our family vehicle, and the children, we'd just help. It was a lot of hard work. Those days taught me discipline and delayed gratification. Some stuff, no matter how much I wanted it, was set aside for the work of the Lord rather than my personal pleasure. If a man named Achan could have remembered this in Joshua 7, the Israelites wouldn't have been defeated in a small Canaanite city called Ai. Furthermore, he and his family wouldn't have lost their lives. Achan, whose name is derived from a Hebrew word meaning to trouble, certainly caused a whole lot of trouble for Israel. He disobeyed the Lord and stole some items that were supposed to be set aside for God. This misstep caused Israel, God's chosen people, to be defeated in a battle that they should have won. To understand Achan's sin, you have to go back to that powerful story in Joshua 6, where God gave his people victory over Jericho, causing the walls of the city to fall flat. In verse 17 of that chapter, the Lord told them everything in Jericho The plunder, the spoils, the treasures were not for Israel to take. They were supposed to be destroyed as an offering unto the Lord. Sadly, Achan was seduced by his own desires, causing the Israelites to end up running from their enemies, the Amorites. Before their crushing defeat, Israel thought this victory in Ai was going to be in the bag. They didn't even take their full 30,000-member army with them. They took approximately 3,000 soldiers, of which 36 were killed. The rest were sent fleeing for their lives. Because of this, according to verse 4, Israel was paralyzed with fear at this turn of events, and their courage just melted away. Has a turn of events ever robbed you of confidence and caused you to slip into a valley of discouragement and defeat? If so, then you can understand, at least on some level, how Israel felt. Here they were, expecting God to give them victory before their enemies, but instead, they were publicly embarrassed. Retreating was the ultimate disgrace. Not until they got right with God could Israel have victory on the battlefield. Well, in verse 20, we see Achan confessing his crime 
time, he was indeed the culprit. After the purification of Israel was complete, Joshua was once again commanded to fight against the city of Ai. In Joshua 8, this man of God told the people not to be afraid to go back and fight. I imagine they were pretty shaken up, though. Wouldn't you have been? Think about it. Have you ever been defeated and disappointed, hurt, let down, and crushed in a situation or relationship, and then God tells you to try again? If you've been there, then you know all the reservations you have about a scenario like that. The enemy starts conjuring up the previous disappointment and pain associated with it as a way of keeping you from hoping again, believing again, and stepping out in faith again. But be like Israel and refuse to allow what happened before to stop you from believing God for breakthrough again. In Joshua 8, when Israel emerged the second time, it was a very different story. Joshua and the Israelite army defeated the city of Ai, which in Hebrew means ruin or heap of ruins. The Bible says they set Ai on fire and gained victory in a place of former defeat. Friend, God will take your place of ruin and make it your place of restoration if you're willing to obey him and place your trust in him. Just trust and obey. Satan doesn't want you to do that. That's why he keeps trying to get you to step outside the will of God and also focus on your worst days that are behind you. That way you won't be in position to reap a harvest and you'll be too afraid to believe God for your best days. But rebuke the devil and stay in God's will. When you do that, you can be assured that even in the midst of a setback, all is not lost. It's not over. Restoration absolutely is possible. You might be standing in the middle of your personal AI or heap of ruins today. Perhaps your finances are in ruins. Your marriage, your career, business, ministry, health, emotions, loved ones, opportunities, or even your confidence may seem ruined and shattered today. But this is not the end. God is giving you the victory. Hold on. He's turning your ruination into restoration. God is going to restore to you what the enemy has stolen. You may have been defeated before, but this is a new time, a new day, a new season. In Joshua 8, not only did God make Israel victorious in Ai, but he also gave them the spoils to keep for themselves. He gave them the victory and some more on top of that. If Achan could have just waited a little while longer, he would have gotten his heart's desire. This podcast today is telling you to wait on the Lord. He has more, greater, and better for you. Don't get weary. Your steps away from your promise. God is going to restore what you lost and give you some more on top of that. Like Job, there's a double portion coming. If you believe it, go ahead and slip your hand up. It's all right and say, I've got restoration on the way and some more on top of that. To remind you that restoration is coming, I'm stirring a portion of Deuteronomy 30 and 3 into your cup of inspiration from the Message Bible translation. It says this, God, your God, will restore everything you lost. As you drink down the contents of your cup, get ready to receive. Rejoice in advance of the arrival of what you know is coming. Rebuke fear and let hope arise within you again. Since the Holy Spirit speaking, he's saying try again, trust again, believe again, dream again, expect what you lost to be returned to you again. God will restore everything he promised. Now let's pray. God, I pray 
pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. It's no accident that they're listening to this podcast today. There are some areas in their life that are broken and in disarray. Oh God, the enemy's trying to discourage them and stop them from believing for better. But I thank you for this word and for reassuring them that it's not over and restoration is coming and that you will do exceeding abundantly above all they may ask or think according to the power that works within them. We thank you for breakthrough and release. We claim it by faith and we give you glory in advance of what's already done. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.